the Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, Prosperity God's Way. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. Now you got to go get them stripes. You got you know the the new black is orange. We don't harvest what we don't sow. You call that stealing. Papa may have. Mama may have. But God bless the child who has his own. Learn how to handle it better. Quit trying to spend everything that comes into your hands. Now, let's go a little bit deeper. We've seen the prosperity of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph. And it was the Lord that caused each of these men to prosper. And it's the same God, Adoniah. Same Lord that's causing you to prosper. Same Lord. You know, folk been trying to get rid of us over 400 years, and we still here. Because of God. We still here. So, how does this work? Mark chapter 4. Well, before you go there, go back to Genesis 8 and 22. Because the Lord has given, you know, given his word and have given foundation to this message. And so I want to show you and walk slowly through here with you and hold your hand so the Holy Ghost can talk to your head. Because some of y'all get nervous when you talk about money. But if you know what to do with it, you get excited. Amen. <laughs> I'm excited. And this is for teenagers too. You working at McDonald's and, and over here, you better learn what to do with that money. All right, in, in Genesis 8 and 22, this is after the flood. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Seed time and harvest. Now, let me slow that down so you can hear it. Seed. Planet takes time to grow, then the harvest. Now, if you haven't sown anything, if you're not a tither, what are you looking for? You have no seed in the ground. You're always going to find, all things being equal, tithes and offerings. That's 10% of all of your income. And the offering is based on how much you love the Lord. Amen. You call it a free will. How much you're willing to give him. Now you have to understand God is not barking at us because he wants our money. Heck dollar bills are made out of his trees. The coins we have in our pocket and 
And those of you that have persons, all that is metal. That came out of God's earth. So what God is saying right here, I'm trying to show you how to prosper. So that you can have something, you can have something to pass on to your children, so you all can have something. But if you rob me, then your blessings not going to flow like they need to flow. Because you're a thief. Why in the world would any of us steal from the hand of the one that's feeding us? Why would we bite the hand that feed us? <laughs> I remember one time at Jacobus down there, hair studio, I had a bird in there called Caesar. And I went in there, I thought the bird understood. After a while, you know, I had him in the cage and all that, feeding him and all that, putting water and all that in there. I went down there one day, I thought the bird had some understanding. I put my hand in that cage, that bird bit me. Well, you know what happened, I got rid of him. <laughs> Evidently, I was the one with the problem. I should have known better. What's wild is wild. Here's the point. We ought to be tamed now. We're in a royal family. We ought to know what to do with our resources. Now, it wasn't a bird fault. He was wild. He was, you know, he didn't understand that I was taking care of him. I was buying the food. I was putting the water in the cage. He didn't understand that. It's amazing at the church, there are people who don't understand who's feeding them. Who's giving them the water and a place to stay. And they're going to show up and rob him. All right. Seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Now, when we think about seed, talk about seed, go to Mark chapter 4. Israel were an agricultural people, they lived off of the land. And if they had 10 cucumbers, they gave God one. That's a tenth. If, if, if you make $1,000, you owe God a hundred. But it doesn't stop there. Now you've got to come up with an offering. So how much you want to give him in the offering? The tithe is set. It's 10%. The offering is what you choose to give. Along with the tithe. And it's too many of God's people pole-mouthing it. Well, I don't have it. Why don't you have it? You can't go three steps outside of this building and don't see a sign now hiring. Huh? Pandemic is a blessing. What the enemy meant for evil. God has worked it out. And he's worked it out for our good. Get up off your dusty and go get a job. In Mark, the fourth chapter. Are you there? I'm going to start at verse 1. And he began again to teach by the seaside. Talking about Jesus. 
And there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a boat and sat on the sea, and the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables, and said unto them in his doctrine, Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. Now before I read on, I want you to pay attention to three things in this parable. I want you to pay attention to the soil, pay attention to the seed, and pay attention to the soil. The soil is the heart of man. Everybody don't receive God's word. That's the soil. The seed is the word of God. Seed. You and I would not be here had it not been for a seed sown in mama's womb. And the sower who sows the word is the Lord Jesus Christ. And today the word is sown by the Holy Ghost. But to reject it because you're stingy and you're tight and you're not with this subject, then you got a stony, you got a stony heart. You got a hard heart. God is telling you how to get up on your feet and get out of debt and you got a problem with that. Just think how twisted sometimes our thinking can be. All right, enough said. Verse 2. And he taught them many things by parables and said unto them in his doctrine, Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. Somebody say Jesus. And it came to pass as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. Say us. Some fell by the wayside. And the fowls of the air came and devoured it. And some fell on stony ground, say us, where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some fell among thorns, say us, and the thorns grew up and choked it. And it yielded no fruit. And other fell on good ground, say us. And did yield fruit that sprang up and increased. And brought forth some thirtyfold and some sixty and some a hundred. And he said unto them, he that hath ears to hear. Greenwood Acres. Let him hear. Amen. Verse 13. The explanation of this parable. And he said unto them, Know ye not this parable? And how then will you know all parables? The sower soweth the word. There it is. That's the seed. That's the, that's the seed. That's the spermatozoa. That's the sperm. The sower soweth the word. And these are they by the wayside. Say us. Where the word is sown, but when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their heart. I, I said not too many weeks ago, Steve Harvey have the family feud. And he might be talking to the Williams family. And he says, now, you have to be careful right here. Because if you don't get your answers right, 
the Sullivans can steal. If you don't get this word right in your heart and receive it at face value and the power of it, Satan can steal. And he ain't stopping with your money. He going for your house. And he ain't stopping with your house. He going for your health. And there's too many of us leaving all this word on the floor in front of the chair you sitting in when you leave out of here. How much rebellion is there really in here? God knows. So, in verse 16, And these are they in like manner that are sown on stony ground, who when they have heard the word immediately, receive it with gladness. Oh, hallelujah, praise you, Jesus. And have no root in themselves, and so endure, but for a time afterward, when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. And these are they that are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. And the cares of this life, oh my goodness, COVID and everything connected to it. The cares of this life, like God can't keep his people. We insult him. I didn't say take your mask off. I didn't say don't get vaccinated. I say put your trust in God. Now watch this. Verse 18 again. And these are they that are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. And the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches. Running behind that dollar. Begging for overtime. Doing all that hard work and you ain't never at home. What are you living for? Think about it. The deceitfulness of riches. Money will take you further than where you want to go. And keep you longer than you should be staying. Money can be a great servant to you. But it can also be a terrible master. When you're selling your body for money. Your morals for money then you're on what you call the bottom. And that's not where God wants you to live. Amen. So when we talk about stony ground, we, when we talk about uh, the wayside, and when we talk about um, thorns, all these are the conditions of the heart of man, and Jesus is spelling out why it's called stony ground, why it's called this kind of ground. Because there are so many of us that are born again and we worry about everything. So the, the, the word, the seed, cannot take root in us because we think too much. And we think God right out of it. Like he doesn't know what's going on. So we don't want to do that. Verse 19. In the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in into the heart of man, choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. And these are they that are sown on good ground. Now you notice, there are four types of soil here that represents the human heart. And there's only one that's good. 
is the only one that reproduced. What kind of what kind of soil is your heart made up out of? Think about it. Because if money causes you to run away from God, then what, what are you doing? And how are you going to make it without money? You, you know, the rich young ruler, his problem was not Jesus. His problem was that his money had him. I've lived in a time, in this time, to know that there are some people, they love money more than they love their family. Kids, barefoot, nose running, hardly no food. Oh, but they're so proud they got a brand new car and they got money in the bank. You look at the kids, they don't look like it. And it's sad to say, you look at some of these women, they don't look like it. But the man got a diamond ring all on his toes. Huh? Tell your neighbor, God wants you to prosper his way. Now watch this. And these are they that are sown on good ground, such as hear the word. See, it's about the word and how you hear it. And you need to get mad at me like I came and put that in your book. Sown on good ground. Such as hear the word. Now there's another step that goes beyond hearing it. And receive it. Now hearing and receiving are partners. If, if you're wrong, just admit to yourself, okay, I'm wrong. And baby, it ain't your first time that you've been wrong. So ain't no need to get all hot under the collar. I thought it was my neighbor, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It ain't my brother, ain't my sister, and it ain't my cousin Mookie, but it's me, oh Lord, that need to get my act together because you've been good to me. You've had me employed ever since I first started working. And I still am working. You've been good to me, but I've been so mean to you. I've taken this money and made it mine and have done with it what I wanted to do. Now, I done read about Ananias and Sapphira, and that didn't shake me. So I don't know, ain't nothing else in the Bible going to shake you. They heard it, they received it. And it brought forth fruit, some 30-fold, some 60, and some 100. I asked the Lord about that one day. Because if it's the word, and it is, then it ought to bring forth 100 across the board, right? Right? Everybody don't receive it the same. They still fussing about tithes right now. Out there on the street corner. So the amount and capacity of word received is the amount and capacity of the percentage that you're in possession of. Some 30. Maybe they're babies in Christ and they're trying to grow into this. Some 60. And some 100 fold. To me, it's all based on how you hear it and what you do with it. 
Because ain't nobody up in here. I know this preacher ain't trying to make nobody do nothing. I done found out you don't, you don't deal with black folk like that. You don't, you don't make them. You don't, mm -mm. No, you just, you just tell them and, and embrace yourself. <laughs> he ain't trying to make me do something. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 9. So it all depends on how you're receiving this word. Amen. They heard the word and they received it. And some brought forth 30, 60, and 100 fold. You know one of the, one of the worst things that can happen? Because I did it when I was a baby in Christ. You start tithing and you got all them bills. And then you stop tithing and you start trying to pay the bills. And you're getting deeper in. You're getting deeper in. Because God says, and God already knows, and he wants us to know, that when we tithe, we're going to be attacked. Amen. That's why God says, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Because he knows it's going to get tight, because once you start giving your money up and giving it to the Lord, it's going to take the seed, it's going to take the time, and then the harvest. It's not going to happen overnight. Amen. But you got to stick with it. Amen. And you got to mind your stewardship. Then baby you on your way to Los Angeles. While you sitting in Shreepo. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians. The 8th chapter. 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Y'all still here? Key in on verse 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. Whoop, there it is. The curse of the law was threefold. Poverty, sickness, and spiritual damnation. Now Christ was rich. See, what is grace? It's an, an acronym. If you want to make it to be that, which I do. G-R-A-C-E. God's riches at Christ's expense. That's how he gets it to you. God's riches at Christ's expense. Now, when you start talking about God's riches, it's more than money. It's the riches of his grace. Come on. God is rich in his forgiveness of us. Everything God has is rich. Everything that God does is rich. He's rich in mercy. And when you're rich, you don't run out. Aren't you glad God didn't run out of mercy on you? And you can go to him anytime. And receive blessings because he never runs short. He's Adonijah. He's the Lord. And in essence, if you ask God for something, all things been equal, and he doesn't have it, he'll make it for you. He loves you just that much. And he's talking to us about money because he wants, we don't have enough. And see, that's what the problem with the rich young ruler was. Jesus said, take what you have, sell it, and give to the poor. Not give all the money you make up, but give to the poor. And the rich young ruler went away sorrowful 
because he had great riches. No, great riches had him. That's the interpretation of that. See, when your money have you, you're not liberal. You don't give. You don't give in proportion to what you've been given. Which means then that you're going to stay right there. You're not going to grow. God wants some people that he can depend on. If he spoke to you this morning and say, I need for you to give $1,000 into the ministry. You don't even flinch about it. Just write the check. Because you know behind giving, there comes another blessing. That's the way, in God's mind, that's the way that it, that it works. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Today's message, Prosperity God's Way, FC3107, FC3107, is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885, or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119 or email us greenwoodacres at Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. 
Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.